it's Angie and Nicole and and we have a guest with us today because it's Angie and friends and we have another friend look I have another friend I know I love it we keep having more friends (laughs) well this time since we're on this mission to get to know people in our own community who are really living out the Christian faith I think this is really cool because Nita Wilkinson is here and I hear that she's I, really living out the faith. I hear applauding in the background. Yay. 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 <laughs> Welcome to the craziness, Nita. Oh, thank you for having me. Nicole and I just love to get to know people. And, and we've had some really incredible interviews. And it's been, it's been fun. So we want to know who you are, what you do, and what's God doing in your life right now. Go. Wow. No pressure, right? <laughs> no pressure. You can do this. Yeah. Well, I am Nita Wilkinson. I My paid job is at RTC Services. I am the marketing and development manager there. And I have a ministry called In the Whisper, which is a blog and a podcast. And really, my passion is just reminding women of how great the Bible is and encouraging them to dive in deep and learn more about God's character and who he is. I love that. Where where did this stem from? Well, it was pretty simple, really. I was an avid Bible reader, but I hate to even say this because it's not who I am now, but I thought it was boring. No, the Bible I love, was no. boring. Wow. Thank you for being transparent. Because... I did. And I was, and I knew people that loved to read the Bible. And so I prayed one day before I read the Bible. I said, God, just, I just want to delight in your word. And he answered me 100 fold. Oh, <laughs> well, wow. now, now fast forward to who she is today. We give her something like yesterday, somebody mentioned the road to Emmaus and my husband goes, Cornelius, you know, and I said, <laughs> the minute you mentioned that to Nita, she had to dig into the Bible because he saw her at work and said, hey, guess who the two people were that were walking on the road, which I don't know if I buy, but the two of you had a good conversation. <laughs> anyway, Nita will will deep dive. And I'm not just saying, you know, looking up the Greek or looking up whatever. No, deep dive, weeks, weeks of... <laughs> That's true. If you see her collection of Bible and resources, yeah. She's learned how to delight in the word. So yeah. this journey, how many years? I mean, you're not talking like a month ago. No, no, that years ago, probably 20 years ago. I love that. And um, And I really... I'm so thankful that we have a God that is so generous. And yeah. I... I asked for that, thinking that I would just enjoy my morning Bible time, and I do, but I can spend, I can spend hours just reading and taking notes and, and doing all the things. Still today, mm-hmm. the passion is just oh, as yeah. strong as it... More so. I would say it's stronger. I think it has just grown with time, how much I love it. And the more I learn, the more I want to know. And, you know, Tom says something like, what do you think of this? This is the second person that was on the road to Emmaus, Cleopas and his wife. And, and I love that. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. So, so, yeah, tell them about your Hebrews. We do a Bible study at her house on Wednesday mornings, and, and she had us in Hebrews. And we were studying it from the perspective. You please explain, because you you are the one that believes all this. Well, I think Priscilla wrote Hebrews. Okay. Yeah, I see the shock on your face and the disbelief. <laughs> and that's pretty much what I get every time. <laughs> she has deep dived. But I have, I have studied it, and there is a lot there that says, when you reread it as 
one of the first questions, uh, a lady wrote a book and I cannot remember her name, Ruth, Ruth something. And she wrote a book and I, I read her book twice, actually. And she talks about, she said, the first thing that you need to ask yourself before you read Hebrews is, could a woman have written it? Could it be in a women, a woman's voice? And I think that it is. When you go back and you read and you read about the way that the author talks about Moses and the mother of Moses and just some of the verbiage sounds more like verbiage from a woman. And then the Greek, it was written in Greek, of course, but it also went back to Hebrew roots. So there's a whole lot there that would lead to Priscilla writing that book. And that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, there's right there. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought it up. Well, we were in Hebrews, what, six months? <laughs> we were there a long time. That's my belief. If you don't believe it, it's okay. It does not offend me. But, <laughs> but we're all making lists of things we're going to ask Jesus when we, we get, get to heaven. Yeah. To make us, yeah clarify. Is that one of the top five? That's one of them for her. Yeah. Well, all God inspired. So regardless, yeah. man, woman wrote it. I figure the worst thing that happens is God said, mm, you're you off are on way that. off on that one. <laughs> it's not going to keep me out of heaven. Right, right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but it leads to a lot of interesting conversations. I'm it has sure, over it has. the course of the years. And it's interesting just just saying that to some people that don't necessarily delight in the word. They want to know more. And mm-hmm. so that can be a catalyst to take them in. Even if they never believe it, they're studying God's word more. And that is my passion, especially women. So we have another side of Nita that you need to know about that she carries certain things in her purse, which I think you're really going to love. Interesting, because her purse is smaller than my purse. (laughs) But this is where I think the two of you are kindred spirits. So, Nita, what is it you carry in your purse? Confetti and joy. Interesting. Why do you carry confetti in your purse? Or confetti emergencies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Hey, she had had some. Are you you kidding me? (laughs) No. So this isn't like a... Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see your coffee mug. I mean, that's one of the first things I noticed. She's well, all that, about you're the all joy. Put together, and we're on a podcast, and I'm in here with like no makeup. I'm like, I don't even care. Oh my stars! What is this about? Those look like pop rocks. They're confetti. It's Jesus confetti. <laughs> <laughs> now she really has had confetti emergencies, which I didn't really think was a thing. I'm gonna it cry. Is. <laughs> it is a thing. <laughs> Synergy blend. Ooh, Eden's garden. So seriously, she carries joy as well. Oil. Oh, I know. I'm holding joy. Yes. And yes. confetti. I'm holding them both. So do tell, what is the significance of said joy and confetti? Well, I call myself a joyologist. Okay. So there's that. <laughs> and the say conf- that so calmly. <laughs> Not like... Matter-of-factly. Right. Well, and uh, the confetti actually came about when somebody had posted online this story about a little boy who had confetti in his pocket and his mother asked him why. And he said, for a confetti emergency. And it said, tag somebody that would do this. And like 12 people tagged me. (laughs) And Amy Barbie gave me Jesus confetti. So I started carrying it in my purse. And then I had an actual confetti emergency the other day, and I was really glad I had it. (laughs) Oh, my stars. This is amazing. What qualifies for a confetti emergency? Well, this particular confetti emergency was a five-year anniversary. Okay. (laughs) But I will, if anybody wants confetti thrown, I will throw confetti. It does, it can be because you you woke up this morning. You actually throw it. Yep. And I clean it up. People get. (laughs) Oh, I am going to one-up you, and I'm going to get one of those bomb things. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, and my everywhere. daughter says, but those are hard to get in your purse. I'm just saying. Oh, I don't know, girl. You need a bigger purse. <laughs> this this goes in your purse. Oh, that blesses my heart. I knew that you'd love that. I knew it because she's all about joy and spreading joy wherever she goes to. So you are, are you a sparkle girl? I am. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The back of her phone is all sparkles. Yeah. It's all about, yes. And she does a lot of designy stuff. That's why she, she helps us with the hospitality. Designy stuff. I love it. Yes. Rock the Lake. She'll do a whole, like makes it beautiful Mm -hmm. inside there for artists. And it's just really gorgeous. And she'll come and decorate us for Christmas. And yeah, she just does decorate us. Yes. So my daughter's graduation open house is on Saturday. Oh, wow. And she had to pull back the reins on me. See? Yes, she gets it. On you, not on her. No, on me. And what she said is, you can do what you want, but the first thing you have to do is put it in a scrapbook form with confetti and 3D presentation, just like on the movie Trolls, like Poppy. That's how I want you to present it to me. Years ago, when I worked for the chamber, I did a pop-up press release that had confetti come out of it. Brilliant. Are you still on the chamber? No, no. That was many, 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 many years ago. Wow. But yeah, well, my boss, this is another thing about me that is not probably a positive, but it is what it is. I said I wanted to do this, and my boss said, it's impossible. You'll never be able to do it. And of well, course you can't. You, yeah. And you cannot say that to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> because I will figure out a way. And I did. And we had um, several people come to Logan County. It was a Christmas press release. And we had several people come and do stories on us. So it worked. <laughs> I love it. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. I'm back to the thing that you had to create for your daughter. Did you actually do this 3D pop up presentation for her? No, because <laughs> that's pretty bold that she would say I that. I probably to you. would have spent more money on the actual presentation that I would on the actual event. So yeah. you got to break even somewhere. So what kind of things are you planning for said graduation party? So my Isabel is a very social butterfly, very much so, and I love that about her. She just exuberates. Um, joy wherever she goes and she's a friend to everyone and I love that so it was very important for her to make sure that she could attend everyone's open house their party I mean everyone so she had to make sure that hers was set at a time that wasn't going to conflict with anybody else so we're having a donut and coffee in the morning morning celebration I love that yes I love it too and they'll eat your food because yours is the first one of the day yes yes and then the funny thing is as prices continue to go up I called earlier in the week because I want to stay local I want to just support local and found out the price of donuts and when I called to order them last week they have gone up by two or three dollars a dozen and I'm like oh "Oh, no so wow anywho the most expensive part to be quite frank is the coffee because she wants all the things for coffee but right Oh, sure. But well, you got to have it that yes, way. Yes. Yeah. So Do you need to borrow my cappuccino machine. No. And my mom offered her Keurig, which is so funny. Like, how am I going to do a Keurig for like 200 people? Yeah. You, like, yeah no. But thank happen. you for offering. You're going to be out of town. You could have been my barista. That oh. That is true. She is a barista. She has experience. Yes. I, I do. I, I love doing that stuff. <laughs> Nina and I both did the Richwood Bank barista-ing yeah. thing, which was so, fun. so much fun. I love how you're laughing about it. Uh, well, I, I had Jedzia follow me around and videotape everything. She had a crew, I, a I camera did. crew. I absolutely <laughs> went all in and they loved it, you know, because yeah. they that's what they do it for is to get recognition for the bank and the, the coffee shop. And it's great. Anyway, 
I so digress. Let me, let, no, not digress, but let me ask. So when you were in that role, the two of you together, did you exuberate joy and fun to anyone that came in? Well, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> because why not? Yeah. That's just who we are. Exactly. And I think about all, all the times I've gone in to get coffee in the morning and there's someone behind the counter that's not very pleasant. And mm-hmm. it just kind of throws off your day in a weird way. Well, I used to wake up. I used to be the person who opened up the convenience store where everybody would come and get coffee. I so I was that. in there at five o'clock in the morning and I was awake. I was ready to go. Was I'm this a 7-Eleven? It wasn't a 7-Eleven, but it was a local convenience store and so i was in there and right off the bat people would come in to get their coffee and i'm like good morning you know and i'm and this guy looks at me one day and he just put his hand up and he said i'm here for coffee (laughs) you you cannot do that just yet (laughs) too much lady too much i bet he kept coming back though but but that was what he was coming in for was to wake up yep well (laughs) i think a cheery good morning wakes you up Yes. And people are like, you must be a morning person. And I'm like, oh, yeah. We went to Washington, D.C., a whole group of us. We went to Washington, D.C. to do this worship event. It's a it's called David's Tent and it's 24 hour worship. Oh, wow. And it's it was at the time right below the Washington Memorial. And so we went to Washington, D.C. as a group and we had adjoining rooms with some other ladies and Jen and I were in one room and then these other family was in the other room and Trisha was one of those ladies in the other room and she is not a morning person. <laughs> and we were getting him up for that morning to, to go to David's tent. And I went over to the door and I went, rise and shine and give God the glory, glory, rise and shine and give God the glory, glory, rise and shine in. And I was beating on the door and they were like, shut up. <laughs> They called and said, do not ever do that again. Surprised they didn't call security. <laughs> so so they that's always the running joke whenever I see them. I'm like, rise, you know, because that's how I used to wake my kids up. Right. Yeah. Pushing on the bed. Rise and shine and give yeah. God the glory. Come Mine on. was right. good morning. Good morning. Yeah, that's and they say to this day that gives them PTSD. Oh, <laughs> when they hear sure. that song. Oh. Uh, but you know what? Okay, so we do this kind of craziness with our friends and people we know, but I think we ought to start branching out, Nita, and start (laughs) doing this with people who we don't know. They may think we're crazy, but like Nicole said, it could change somebody's day. Tell you what, why don't you start it and let us know how it goes? Well, no, that wouldn't be fair. (laughs) That would not be fair. I have no qualms about going up to people and throwing confetti and putting joy all over their face. So, oh my gosh, I love it. You could, she's going to go up and go, come here. I'm going to throw some of this oil on you. Oil of joy. You need some joy. Now you have joy. <laughs> I need it in spray form. That's there it. And go. then just randomly you spray need, them. Somebody needs some joy. <laughs> so that would be better than that. Cause then you got to undo the thing and yeah, I, I need it in spray form confetti on the little carousel at the local <laughs> store and she's going through the line and they're like click you know beep beep how you doing today ma'am beep and she goes Fish! there's the confetti everywhere really i'm such a visual person i can see it all and, and see, see, and see the confetti now. all over the the counter and she's like i'll clean it up and it's going around you know on the belt so interesting as you're talking about we're talking about joy i am a very huge disney fan always have been 
seen the movie Inside Out? I have not. Oh my stars! That is a really it's good one. You have to see. No, I've you seen have to. pieces. Our our pastor has done pieces of it in sermons, but I it I do need to with emotions I'm, and understanding that. I'm so. about to cry thinking about this. But when I watched this movie, Joy was like everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. She was frustrated, very much so, at one of the other emotions throughout the whole movie. And at the end, it clicked. And I don't want to be a spoiler alert. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to do the spoiler. I don't. But I really had to watch the movie several times to really get it, to really understand the significance of where joy comes from. Watch the movie. I will have to try that. I can give yeah. a synopsis without giving away the, the ending. Yes, please. How, how do we know that we are forgiven because we were aware of our sin? Right? Right. If we're not aware of our sin, then we don't know that there's a need to be forgiven. You know, I read something the other day. Adam was created first because he needed to be in need of a companion before he would appreciate that he got this woman. And then he praised God for her, right? Right. And so that's kind of the story there. If we don't have one, we don't have the other. And it's a, it's par- it's a great yeah. movie. It really is. You have to watch it. Now you're going to now you're going to have to watch now it. I'm going to have to watch it. And it's and it is one of those it's probably one of the better ones because they do explore emotions and mental health and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it's all in in form of that you know kids could get. Right. And and knowing that they're okay to have emotions. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And what happens when you exude the wrong emotions? <laughs> anyway, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I think I probably will again. Yes. Now I'm going to check it out. So besides planning this wonderful graduation, Nicole, what else are you doing that's get spread and joy around? Oh my stars! Just I'm, being I'm one, you. I'm one. I'm one track minded right now. Okay, that's a really. pretty big. That's a pretty big event. <laughs> Oldest daughter graduating, heading off to college in August, which I'm super excited about. Where's she going? She's going to go to Grand Canyon University mm-hmm. in Arizona. Yeah. So what and a I, beautiful place to go to college. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm going to send her with lots of sunscreen. For so sure. is that why you went out there? Did you guys go out there to the college while you were visiting? And we did not. Oh, okay. She's been out there. We have not been, and I wanted to. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. That I'm sending her off, or she's going. But we're going to all go in August. The whole mm. family will drive out there and go together. But I've had a lot of speaking of emotions. Yeah, I've had a lot of. <laughs> I don't know how to say this other than say backlash from some other parents whose kids children are graduating why would you send her so far why would you let her go and my thought is and what I say is why wouldn't I this is what we were supposed to do as parents right. raise them up to equip them to go out into the world exactly yes. I'm, I'm not kicking her out she's not like oh my gosh I gotta get out of here so I'm thankful for that it's this is the next right opportunity thing, the next right step yes right so very very excited about that um, and she's talked about, well, are you going to pay for me to come home at Christmas? Well, yes, honey. Are you going to pay for me to come home at Thanksgiving? Yes, honey. Well, if I come home for something else and she named it and I said, no, you're on your own. You're <laughs> flying yourself home for that one. But just to continue to support her in the process. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a big change. And Anita, what, what kind of big changes are you up against where you're bringing joy into it? Well, my job is new. Yeah. It's less than 90 days old, but I love it. Sometimes God gives you things you don't even know you need. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened in this case. I'm working on a book that 
I keep working on and haven't. You haven't changed it yet, or you just had a second book that you're working on. Process of (laughs) updating it. God's has me adding some things, and then yeah, I have a second, a second book idea. But I'm actually working on that as a small Bible study now that I can give away on my webpage or something. Oh, cool. And then I'll I'll flesh it out for something bigger later. Do you want to talk about Gifts with Grace? Because I don't know if Nicole knows anything about Gifts with Grace. Yes, Gifts with Grace is a ministry that it, it's it's also changing and and I, I honestly don't know where we're going to end up but it is a ministry for women who feel like they have no voice that they aren't seen maybe poverty maybe abuse maybe they're not in any of those situations but they just feel like no one sees them and it's bible study and making jewelry and just just loving on these women who need to know that they are loved and they are chosen and they are redeemed, but also, you know, by God, but that there are women in this world that will love you wherever you are in your life, where you are right now, whether it, you know, if you're an addict and, and you're struggling, you are welcome at gifts with grace because we're going to love on you where you are in this moment and tell, tell you about Jesus. It started right before COVID. So Mm. it never took off. We do have a couple of courts that um, we are an approved agency for them. And we've had a few people come through, but it's never taken off the way I wanted. I I do think I'm going to do a Bible study We're we're housed at Union Station. And I think I'm going to do a Bible study there and just see who comes and, and what we can get. But it was formed at a time for all the joy that I have and have had all my life. I went through a 10 week time period of depression with suicidal ideations, which came out of nowhere and is not who I am. And it was kind of birthed in the middle of all of that. That's something that I wanted to do someday. That someday came quicker than I thought once I got through the depression. But I really feel like the depression was I've wanted to write for Jesus all my life. And I bought a computer and I made a web page and I wrote two blog posts. And one Monday morning I woke up and was having ideas that I didn't want to be on this earth anymore. And I wanted to kill myself like out of nowhere. Wow. And so I really feel like Satan was for years has kind of sat there and went, she's never going to do it. She's never going to do it. And when I did, he got a little nervous and he rocked my world. But through that, I have been able to reach so many women who have these same feelings and are afraid to tell anyone because I immediately called the doctor. I am not, I mean, the idea that I wanted to take my own life is so far from who I am. And I was together enough to know this is not okay. And immediately called the doctor and the doctor got me in within two hours and started a process that helped me get better eventually. And, and I remember, and I have always been a woman who said, if you need to take medication because you're having depression or anxiety. God doesn't, God made, he had people make medications for that reason. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when my doctor told me I had to take medication, bawling in her office saying, I am a woman of faith and I shouldn't have to do this. Now, mind you, I've said a hundred times in my life, it's okay. It's no, it's no different than aspirin or chemotherapy or any of those things. And, um, she took, my hands in hers. And she looked in my eyes and she said, this is not a crisis of faith. Your brain isn't working and the medication will make the things connect that need to connect. So you don't have these feelings anymore. Mm, mm, But then she prayed over me. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's very good. And, uh, and that medicine that was supposed to take 
three or four months to go into effect took effect in a week. And so, yeah. Yeah. And, and that, and the first thing I tell every woman who reaches out to me, you need to call your doctor. You need to call your doctor today because I'm telling you, and if they, if they don't see you right away, then you call the next doctor because there are things that can help you. And there are people that can help you and you don't wait because the quicker you get help, the quicker you will be back to yourself. Mm. Wow. You know, it's, it's back to that. Yeah. I think of Job when, Mm -hmm. when Satan came to God and he says, have you considered my servant Job? And like in your case, you experienced it and it wasn't a happy place for you, but now look where you are from Mm -hmm. a firsthand perspective that you can talk to others because you would never have said that to people before. In the passion that you have it now, understanding where they were. Because you don't get it. If you haven't lived it, you don't understand that darkness. You just don't. I I would never, I can't even describe it to you. It's just horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I have not. I'm close, but not to that extent. And I do believe that God allows those things to happen Mm -hmm. so that he can grow us in that area. Me too. And it makes us better to minister. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've... I've had other things happen when my dad died and I had to start taking care of my mom. I went back to my best friend and just cried to her. And I apologized and said, I don't know where I was when you were going through this with your mom. And I'm so sorry that I wasn't there for you. And I know how hard it is now. I mean, I just didn't get it. And she just in with grace said, yeah, you didn't know it's okay. And Right. Gave me a hug and it was all better. But man, you got to walk through some tough stuff. If you plan on ministering to people, exactly, you got to walk it out with them. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'd rather just walk next to them. But if you don't actually walk it. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And, and I can tell you that there was a time in my life when people would say they were too anxious to leave their house. And I was thinking, what does that even mean? But it's real. I mean, it mm-hmm. is real, horrible stuff. And um we can't get it. It's so funny because I heard someone say that on a podcast, just exactly what you just said the other day. Um, she was talking about when her friend's um, dad died. She didn't, she sent a card with a Bible verse and she thought that was enough. And then um, a very close person in her life died and she realized that's not, that's not enough. That's, that's not enough. And the people that came to her and carried her through a time she couldn't carry herself through, I call it borrowed hope. Mm. You know, when we don't have any hope, we borrow hope from the people around us, which is what got me through that depression. The people that were praying for me that I didn't even know were praying for me. And, um, so now she has a, whenever someone loses someone, she is there with a casserole dish and what can I do for you and praying with them in person because she said, I never, I didn't know how to react, but I didn't want to avoid it because I knew it was important. I didn't know how important it was for people to show the love of Jesus and be the hands and feet of Jesus until I actually lost somebody. And I think that that's one of the reasons why Tom and I went through what we were going through when we did because chaplaincy training was the next step for us. Mm -hmm. And now he's wanting to be in hospice. He was the one who sat in my dad's room Mm -hmm. and just watched him. He said, I did not want him to be alone. I know he wasn't there, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want him to be alone. I wanted him to know that I was praying him out. Yeah. You know? And so that was, that's where Tom really got the, the, I guess the bug Mm -hmm. and hospice is what he wants to do. Yeah. And that is, Wow. Way bigger 
than what I can think of. It is. And it's so important. People don't realize how important mm-hmm. those hospice volunteers are. Oh, I, well, I know because we had one. Yeah. And I couldn't believe how much better it was because, because she it. said, don't worry, take care of your family. I'm doing everything else. Right. And she did. She did everything else. And and yeah. And then they do follow up. Yep. So yep. she's following up with mom, you know, yep. and it's great. And the and the grief part that sometimes doesn't hit us for months, the the deep part of it because you're doing all the things. You know, it was a, when my when my stepdad died, it was a year before my mom felt the deep grief because there's so much that had to be done with his business and he had yeah. his own his own business and and it was almost well, it was a little bit over a year because he died in July and it was September the following year. And she went in to clean out his closet and just fell apart and, and ended up having to call a doctor and, and get some help because there was nothing else left to do yep. except let him go. Mm. Yeah. And she didn't like that. So, so one of the other things I had gone through was domestic violence. And so now I, that's my heart. Is yeah. to help women who've mm-hmm. gone through that. And so, yeah, it's unfortunate we have to go through these things in the world, but God uses all things for his good. Yes, he does. So I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you are learning from such a terrible time. Yeah. I'm not glad that you went through it. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you that you learned what? from it. I never want to go through it again. And it's kind of a problem I because it was so deep and dark and it's so bad I I worry about it coming back even though I know I shouldn't and I should just let God do his thing but having lived through it I don't think I changed the first time I don't want to do it again but because I have God has used me as a vessel with so many women across the nation because of in the whisper who will reach out and say "I, I don't know how you got through this I'm I'm not able and, and so I'm able to help them because I was there and I could never have done that. I wouldn't know where to begin to send them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've noticed, but she's a really good writer as well. So she does this day job that she loves, <laughs> but she's really an incredible writer. And this In the Whisper mailing is really fantastic. It even has happy planner stuff. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like, totally. So we're like, we have that same Mm, passion mm-hmm. for happy planners. We're mm-hmm. actually, by the way, if you want to come, we're actually getting together Wednesday and just having a happy planner party. We are. I'm making some <laughs> surprise gifts for all of you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because it's all about joy. Back it to is. the joy. Back to oh, the joy. I oh my goodness. It. Oh my goodness. So you're a mom, grandma. Yes, both. And tell them <laughs> when your grandkids come. It's quite often when we're sitting at Bible study, we end up becoming part of the glitter project <laughs> because it's everywhere. They're not allowed to have glitter at their house, but they're allowed to have glitter at grandma's house. <laughs> that is awesome. It's embedded in my table. I can't get it out. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. There's glitter everywhere. <laughs> there but, is. But your your grandkids are really very creative. And they you guys are. come up with some really amazing things because they, they're all around, you know, after they've created them, they're displayed. Yeah. But yes, you'll be part of the glitter mm-hmm. when you when you walk out of there. You're welcome to come to our Bible study, 730 on Wednesday mornings. It's for all. <laughs> now it's really for all. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. And I think we're studying Mark. Mark. And we haven't, Mark 4. We, yeah, we haven't gotten into 4 yet. We just, we just started 4 this past week. Um, the problem is that we get on rabbit trails once in a while because we have 
all have a joy for reading right. God's word. And so we always go somewhere else. And I interrupted the book of Mark one week and said, what's up with Saul going to a medium mm-hmm. and seeing Samuel? I'm like, what's up with that? And that took us a deep dive for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how we do it. And everybody's okay with it. I mean, that's just, you know, we just all want to study God's word. And it's not so much about, I mean, there are times we go through a paragraph and we dive so deep into it and get off on rabbit holes that we do the next paragraph the next week. But it's yeah. really cool. I mean, I really enjoy it. We, we even have a process that Nita has started where you double si- you double space the scripture on pieces of paper, which are in a happy planner. Mm-hmm. And then she uses specific colors for specific things, like different versions of the Bible or where or, she found it. Because she has to know where she referenced. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I like color, too. She's really it. into pens. Yeah. So we're kind of <laughs> we're kind of into that, you know. Pens, stickers, happy planners. Glitter. Glitter. Yeah. I may be the only glitter girl. I just, okay, so I used to pick on Nicole all the time because she carried this monstrous planner with her, and it was all in paper, <laughs> and she had, you had color too, didn't oh, you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Stickers, so, do you do stickers? Oh, absolutely. you got to have all of that stuff. I have stuff. a sticker drawer at home. Okay, bring it Wednesday. You've got to come it. Wednesday. <laughs> So here's what's so funny. I've changed now to an app, which I have color coded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to now include, she's <laughs> Yes, to include emojis with different. I can't just have words. It's boring. Ew. So my sisters make fun of me because every time I text, it's with emojis. And they're like, do you realize that's your digital sticker? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yes, I get it. The emojis are digital stickers. Yes. It is, yes. it is cheaper to stay this way than with the happy planner. I don't anymore. care. <laughs> no, I hear you. Well, we're even bringing our journals. Yeah. Because if you put some encouraging things on a page of your journal, mm-hmm. then when you're in there, you go, oh, yeah, that's a great reminder. Anyway, so that's happening. But I used to pick on her all the time. And then I started with a happy planner and then I switched. And yeah, She converted. I'm still doing the digital thing, but now I just do twice as much work. I, I can't. I've tried to do the digital. I I like the color. I like writing it down. You know what? Your okay world will not shatter when your phone dies or your yes. you know Wi-Fi connection isn't <laughs> off. You're going to be well, like, you're going to be happy all the way through. I have to tell you, I have one of the original size planners on my counter in my kitchen because Tom keeps hearing about we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And he starts getting overwhelmed. Like your week, this week is so busy. We're doing all these things. And so I started laying it out Mm -hmm. on the week. You know, he can see the whole week and when things are. And then he realizes, oh, but they're spread out and Mm -hmm. they're different times. And it's my stuff, not your stuff. And so now he sees it better as a guy. I think it lays it out better for him. Plus for mom, then she doesn't have to remember anything. I have it all written down right. for her. Right. And so it's a great way. So I do. Now I have three. I have it in my phone <laughs> because at the moment I put it in my phone. Then I have my personal planner, which I don't know what I'm doing with that. And then <laughs> and then I have the one that's for my counter. And I, I, I go ahead and sticker it all. Yep. I, I make it fun, fun for all and sometimes color coded and. Other times I'm just getting the information in so we can go. Yeah. <laughs> when it's a busy week, I end up doing that. 
I think I changed mainly because the kids' sports schedule was constantly changing. Oh. oh, that's canceled. Oh, this is moved. Oh, this. And then I'm like, I have a sticker here. What do I do with my sticker Hair dryer. in the bucket? Hair dryer. No, but it's like this. They changed it. And the <laughs> uh, the erasable colored pens. Yes, which were I turned her on to. <sighs> yes. Have I not talked to you about the erasable pens? Oh, how in the world did what? I miss that? How I'm can sure. you not share that with me? I am me. sure I shared this with I you. I would remember. She's erasable got, colored pens. She's got the big, they're brilliant. The big thing that, that I the have portfolio. erasable um, highlighters. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. No, this is erasable pens for sure. And you know, my coworker, Jedi, I actually got her into all this as well. <laughs> I've, I've, we've converted a few people, Nita yeah. and I. But yeah, Susan, Susan got, did you hear? Oh, you weren't at Bible study. She, we were this t- week I, was, I was. Oh, you were there this week. It yeah. must have been. The week before. It was yeah. not. But she was talking about she got a new one, so she's really excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, without joy, I mean, what's the world, right? right. We have mm-hmm. to spread joy. If we're if we're joy spreader joyologist, is that what you're calling it? I call myself a joyologist. I love it. It's the study of joy. Or how do you say if you're spreading it, spreading the joy instead of studying it? Well, that's probably what it really means. But for me, it means spreading it. <laughs> Whether you want it or not. We'll have to figure out a better word. Find the right root word there or the right the right one. Anyway, I'm a grammar person, so I always yeah. have to think about that stuff. Anyway, so joy was a topic today. Yeah. And I think we need it in the world. So that's why I figured you guys would enjoy knowing each other. And my mom, her name is Joy. She gave me my middle name joy so that's kind of a family thing now and people tell my mom all the time you are your namesake you are a joy to be around Mm -hmm. so there you go i'll go out and be joy nita thanks for coming in and hanging out with us on our podcast it's been good to you know well tell nicole all about you (laughs) because i know a lot about you already but i love to hear you know the side of all the things that you're doing. I always think of you as an author. I don't think of you as all the other things you do. She's oh. Nita, the author. And, I love that. <laughs> and, and she has the ministry. And, and there you go. So, Well, the fun part is I want to get to know you more. Yeah. The, the snippets that you've shared and the parts of your life. And you, you haven't even begun. Yeah, I've got stories. Oh, I bet. We all do, girl. We all do. That's right. All right. Well, fabulous to meet you. That's it for today's podcast. Thank you all for being here. And we'll do it again soon. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. The Rise of Hemp Podcast Network.